Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. I'm Christine. All right, girl, how have you been? How's your week? Let's just catch up for a bit. Yeah, it's been a really good week. Um, it's kind of um, funny because this episode's like you need to take a break and I have been taking a break all week, which has been really nice. So this will be an awesome episode to talk on. So overall, really doing great. What about you? I'm good. I just wrapped up another week. It's funny. I think when you're, I don't know if people can relate to this like fresh post-grad job, but I feel like especially in the beginning, I'm like, okay, week four wrapped up. Like, <laughs> I'm like not counting down, but kind of like, wow, like I've hit that benchmark, you know? Yeah. So I think this episode's also super relevant to where I'm at in life because, you know, a month in, I'm definitely like, okay, like this is fun and all, but like, I would love a little bit of a breather. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm in a good spot right now. I think I definitely needed to hear a lot of what we're going to be talking about. So I'm really excited. Yeah. I can't believe you've been at work for a month. That's like, it feels like you just started yesterday. I was just talking about that with my coworkers. Like I was like, yeah, I've been here for a month. They're like, wait, you've been here for a month. I'm like, I know. I feel like I still know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's life. That feels like me during my entire internship. And that was oh my God, three literally. months. So it, I feel like there's always something you don't know. No, yeah. In any realm of life. Honestly, that's my perspective. Walking into work every day is like Mm -hmm. I say a prayer and I'm like, Jesus, (laughs) Lord, let me just survive this day because I have no idea what I'm walking into. But I think that also kind of keeps things exciting and it really Mm -hmm. forces me to live in the present. So that's Mm -hmm. what I've been really appreciating about working now. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. So with that, let's set the tone for the week and share our Sunday intentions. All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? All right, so my intention for the week is to really listen to my body and rest when I need it. And, you know, the past few days, I've been feeling a bit under the weather. I think one, because outside it's so hot, but then Mm -hmm. inside, both in the office and my apartment, we're like blasting the AC. So I'm like (laughs) freezing cold. My body is like, what are you doing to me? So I think my body's finally catching up, not only with the shift in like my work schedule my sleep schedule and like my workload but also the physical changing of temperatures that my Mm -hmm. I'm putting my body through so long story short I've really been trying to take it easy the past few days and I really want to take that into this week is just to continue to listen to my body give myself the rest when I need it and just give myself grace in this whole adjustment process yeah it's a big transition phase and I think if you keep going, 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 you're just going to burn out and kind of lose sight of where you're at in the moment. So I think that's great. Totally. What's your intention for the week? So my intention for the week is kind of like after coming out of my little break, um, my little week of rest, I really want to get organized and get grounded before school starts, which is next week. Um, So I... Yeah, I really just want to make sure that everything's set in stone so that I don't jump back into school for the first time in person in over a year, which is insane to say. But I just want to make sure that I have everything put together and I'm not kind of just jumping in blindly. Um, But yeah, that's my intention for the week. It's so crazy that you guys are going back in person. I I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, 
like the walk to school, like everything's going back to normal other than the fact that we have to wear masks indoors. But um, I'm excited for it. What do you think you're most excited for and least excited for? I think that I'm most excited for the walks, which just sounds weird, but no, yeah. I just feel like when I was doing virtual, I was just always inside, never getting out unless I was going to get like go to Starbucks or go get groceries or something like that. So it'll be nice to like be forced to leave my apartment and get some sun, get some steps in. Whereas um, I would say my low would be... I think it's just going to be a very interesting dynamic with people um, because I haven't seen these people in over a year, a lot of these people especially. So I think that it'll be a big growing experience, I would say. How am I going to deal with it in this way? Because I feel like the person I was before COVID was very, very different than I was now or that I am now. And so excited but nervous to see what that looks like. Yeah, and I think everyone is probably feeling the same thing like yeah we all somewhat know how to socialize again but to kind of throw yourself into the deep end back in school and just kind of act like nothing happened like that's going to take a long time to adjust to too so I could definitely see why like that can be nerve-wracking but I think you will adjust a lot quicker than you think and I think that's what I experienced with work is like wait Mm -hmm. the social skills kind of come back in (laughs) You know how to do the small talk. You navigate the in-person conversations. And I'm sure it'll be much easier of an adjustment than you think. Yeah, that's the hope. I'm excited. All right. So now let's hop into our current faves. All right, Allison, what's your first favorite of the week? Okay, so my first fave, it's another snack. Guys, I've been such a snacker. (laughs) But... So my cousin and I have been loving the cheese at White Cheddar Grooves. I know, like so specific. Mm. But I was at the supermarket the other day with my friend and she was like, dude, have you tried the grooves? And I was like, no. And she was like, okay, well, we're getting them. So, I mean, I don't want to have to explain these snacks to you guys, but essentially <laughs> it's just a cheese it but with more of these like rigid little folds. So mm-hmm. good. Just get it. No regrets. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I love the grooves. I love white cheddar. If you're just looking for, I think just a cheese it white cheddar flavor in general, grooves or no grooves are really good. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, definitely agree. I um, love those. Oh my God, so good. All right, what's your first fave? So my first favorite is a lip product. It's called the Dior Lip Maximizer, which I'm not the kind of person who like, buys like lip plumping products i have it in my hand right now um but it's like so good and i think the reason why i like it so much is because if you know if you know you know like i use the candy cane chapstick from (laughs) the brand chapstick and i buy it every every year like around like the holiday season and i just stock up for the entire year and that's just what i use and that's what i've always used um but this dior one apparently has a mint um a mint extract in it which makes it limp plumping Ooh. or whatever but i just like it because it has the mint like flavor is it like and tingly so, yeah it does tingle because it has like that extract stuff in it but i just like the scent of it and i like how glossy it is i feel like it's so if you guys also know like i use the lip quip 
um, lip gloss that's by Addison Rae, um, like her brand or whatever. And I feel like this Dior lip maximizer is a like bridge between the lip quip and the candy cane chapstick. So I'm obsessed. I love it. I feel like it does everything that I need it to do. Um, yeah, not much more about it. <laughs> it gets the job done. It really does. It's a little pricey, but I think it's really worth it. So I used to have this like buxom lip gloss and it was also like minty. And I don't know. I really loved it, too. It just kind of yeah. I don't know how much it actually gave me that plumping effect, but I love that like tingly feeling. Yeah, I don't I don't even know if this actually gives me a plumping effect, but I like I said, like you said, too, like the tingly feeling is just that and the mint. It's it's what I like. So, so good. <laughs> it works. All right, what's your second fave? So my second fave is a podcast episode, and it's actually the Skinny Confidential podcast with Greg McKeown, and he is the author of that like essentialism book, and also he just came out with a book about, I think it's pretty much called like living life effortlessly, Mm -hmm. and I was listening to this episode like right before going to work, and it just came at a perfect time because I think I was going into work feeling really overwhelmed. Like I have a million things to do. Like what are the priorities? I feel like I'm spreading myself out too thin, but I think also with starting a new job, it's really difficult to have those priorities because you don't really know how all the pieces are connected. You're just kind of like doing little tasks and it's very like scrambled. So I think listening to this podcast really allowed me to kind of ground myself and just kind of check in with myself. Okay, like what are the priorities of the day? And he had this tip of like naming your top three personal goals that you have to accomplish for the day, naming your three work goals. And I was like, I think having that top of mind walking into the workday is super helpful, not just walking in like, whoa, scatterbrain, like what am I doing? So I think that podcast was super helpful. I really want to buy his book now. Um, But yeah, love the podcast. Love how he just presents like essentialism in a really digestible way and it was really motivational just just what I needed to hear before I started work yeah I absolutely loved it too because I listened to it because of Allison because she recommended it um and I think my biggest takeaway from it was that you have to like prioritize and you like sometimes doing one thing means that you have to give up something else you have to figure out what those trade-offs are going to be um so I really liked it and I appreciate the recommendation it kind of reminded me of that organized today or organized tomorrow today book yes yes very similar um types of recommendations Mm. but overall really good did you listen to his other podcasts with them oh i didn't because this was a part two right yeah no i didn't listen to the other one yeah i need to listen as well so i'm sure that'll be good yes all right what's your second fave so my second favorite is the Cetaphil Facial Moisturizer. I think that I had this as a fave before. So it just goes I to show. I feel like it, seem, it sounds familiar. Yeah, it goes to show that I really liked it. <laughs> um, it's just like super easy to apply for one. It's not thick at all. It's kind of like almost runny in a sense, which I personally like because it's easier to apply. And it has SPF 15, which is nice, probably not enough, but it's nice to have like a little basis with a moisturizer. And yeah, I've just been using it on my trip a lot and applying it to my face all the time, multiple times per day to make sure that I'm getting a lot of um, 
moisture into my skin because it's being dried out by the sun so (laughs) really recommend this one I really love it and I feel like it hasn't broken me out before which I think other products have so definitely recommend this one love it and yes it's truly one of your tried and true favorites it's yeah it's coming back yep that's for sure and that's kind of crazy considering I'm not that much into skincare so the fact that this one has made it twice on the pod so far says a lot it does it's you know you stick to your faves and once you find your faves there's no there's no turning back yep that's for sure all right so be sure to check out more of our faves on our website sundayglowpod.com and with that let's dive into this week's episode All right, so this week we're going to be talking about the signs that you may need to take a break and why it's okay to take a break. You know, we find that this topic is really pertinent to both of our lives right now, you know, with Christine having just wrapped a really intense summer-long internship and now being able to truly relax for the summer and me also just entering the workforce full-time post-grad. We've definitely both experienced winds of burnout and moments where we definitely need a break. So, I know for me, I really try every day to be in tune with how I feel physically and mentally, but sometimes with work being so consuming, I really have felt this in the past few weeks, I can really neglect those little check-ins, which lead to burnout. So if you're also experiencing, you know, that little motivation or just that feeling that you're just kind of going through life or feel like you need a break, you are not alone. And we want to make sure that you know this is totally normal especially if you're in a very transitional phase of your life Mm -hmm. and I think it's funny because Allison and I have had kind of opposite schedules when it terms of like working and taking a break because I was working the summer and then now I'm taking a break whereas Allison kind of started the summer with a little break and then now she's getting into work so it's interesting that we're both going in opposite directions but we're still able to kind of reflect and figure out like okay, these are the signs that you need a break. This is how you Mm -hmm. should take a break. And then um, this is how we're going to move forward. So that's how we're going to break it up today is looking at signs that you need to take a break. So kind of going through the things that we have found kind of leading us like, okay, like this is what we need to, we know, and this is what kind of indicates that we need to take a break. And then going into um, the things that are, validating our break and like really knowing how to do that specifically and the things that you need to remember and then how to move forward so we're excited to get into it totally and I think this one is just really going to be touching upon like our personal experiences and Mm -hmm. be super conversational like we're not experts on this is what you need to do and this is like you know we don't we're not experts. all we can do is talk from like personal experience Mm -hmm. um but I think yeah we also both just have very interesting and unique takes on this yeah for sure all right so first let's just kind of dive into the signs you need a break and this is I think super I guess unique for everyone like some people may have different signs but these are the things that I have found are the signs that I need a break so the first Mm -hmm. thing is that you know you're experiencing that need of a break or that feeling of burnout when you feel like you've hit a wall exhaustion wise there's no catharsis or no lasting rest just a background of exhaustion 
Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't have to be that like massive moment of, oh my God, I'm exhausted or like you reaching a breaking point. Or it doesn't also have to be like a prolonged period of exhaustion, but just the feelings of being too tired to operate on a normal basis. It's like you're a hamster on a wheel, constantly running, living life as if it's an ever recycling to-do list that you just have to be continually getting things done and getting through in order to do the next thing. Yeah, I I agree. And I think that can also show like when you're running that like constant wheel of things you're doing over and over and over, it also shows like the decline in productivity or decline in the amount of work exerted. So um, I think if you're looking for a sign that this is actually happening, maybe that's like the level of work at what you're doing over a long period of time is declining. Maybe that shows you like, okay, you need to step back, take a break, figure out what's working, figure out what's not working and then make a change. So do you remember the last time you kind of felt this like running on a hamster wheel kind of energy? Probably during my internship. Um, I, yeah, either during my internship or probably during school virtually because it's, I would say school virtually more so because I think my internship was just a whole different experience in itself. But for school, when we had it virtually, it was a lot harder to take a break because we were constantly, like you were in school, like in front of your bed. Like Totally. It's hard. Um, so I think when I, I realized that like I wasn't doing the level of work that I used to be doing when I was in person. And I think that just shows that you kind of have to figure out, I guess, the physical break between school and sleep and like rest. And I think that it kind of blended and that caused a lot of exhaustion. Yeah, no, I totally relate to that. Like I was also doing classes and I would do like workouts and I was also mm-hmm. sleeping like all in the same room. So there really was just yeah. no set boundaries of like, OK, this is my workspace, this is my sleep space, this is my workout space. Um, but now that like things are opening up and the world is just, quote unquote, more normal, I think hopefully we're able to just create those boundaries a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think the boundaries is like a huge thing. And probably one thing that we can use to establish those breaks so totally so another sign that you may need a break is that you feel like life is controlling you and you're no longer in charge of your own life and I think this can be very apparent when you're not prioritizing things in your day-to-day solely for you that can be making sure you're working out or you're going on a walk or you're making sure you have a nourishing lunch, you know, things like that. When you stop doing things for you, it can really feel like you're just waking up, working, ending the day, repeating. And like that in itself is just exhausting. So I think for me, the key here is really just to identify things in your daily routine that you're going to incorporate solely for you, not for your boss, not for work, not for your family, not for your friends the non-negotiables for you what are the non-negotiables for you and have you been incorporating them in your life the past few weeks yeah so I think again when you I mean this depends on everyone's work schedule for me personally Mm -hmm. I work in office most days of the week so from nine to five I'm not on my phone and it's hard to incorporate self-care like throughout (laughs) the workday in office I'm not going to be like sorry guys I'm gonna go you know it's also tough when you're starting because you don't want to be 
I, I don't know. I want to show. You want to impress. Yeah. Of course. Like I'm, I'm working hard and I'm also like fully present here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, beyond that, for me, I'm really trying to incorporate these non-negotiables before the workday starts and afterwards. So before I really try to get a workout in in the morning just to ensure like, OK, I'm starting my day on a productive and a just like a feeling good note like I did that for myself and can power throughout my day knowing that I already did that really strenuous thing for myself Mm -hmm. and I think ending the day whether that's reading a book that like actually makes me feel good it doesn't have to be a productivity book it can just be something that brings me joy or Mm -hmm. I love to just like have dinner with my cousin we always have dinner together and like she's an angel and honestly cooks most of the meals because (laughs) she's just an angel so just having dinner with her having that time to like catch up on the day um watching shows together and I think just having that moment to like bond with someone that's completely unrelated to work is really special Mm -hmm. because it just takes me out of the work mindset and is like wait your life is so much more than your nine to five like you actually have an identity outside of your job that Mm -hmm. I think ending my day on that note is also a non-negotiable do you shut off on the weekends and not like look at work and try to just take time to yourself I definitely try to like not look at work and I think what's nice about where I work is like no one is messaging me no one is emailing me Mm -hmm. no one expects me to like be online so I think having that boundary is a blessing like knowing Mm -hmm. that when I shut my computer off at Friday at five like no one is contacting me yeah Um, so that is definitely a blessing I know not everyone has that ability to just like completely shut off for the weekend but luckily enough I definitely have that ability to just like not have to worry about work on the weekends that's incredible and I think that's awesome that you found those things that are non-negotiables for you and have already started incorporating them in your life um would you say, I know this is a lot of questions about your work. No, I love you, it. Would you say that these non-negotiables have helped with work? And do you think that they're enough to help with this? Because I know you've been going like 100% like the past few weeks. Do you think that they have been enough to help you with that? I think that when you look at these non-negotiables as things you're doing for yourself, solely for yourself, that mm-hmm. is a great perspective. But the moment I start looking at these things as something I'm just checking off a to-do list is the moment mm-hmm. I'm like weaning into the territory of burnout because it's like, oh, it's just another thing to add to the to-do list that I don't quote unquote like want to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really all about perspective. Like I think me working out going 124 7 like that can also be exhausting like give yourself a break but if you view it as like okay this is my time to just you know recharge and reset then maybe that perspective can allow you to like carry through the workouts for a longer period of time whatever that Mm -hmm. may be but I definitely think that having these non-negotiables have definitely helped me be more productive during the workday and also reserve my energy because knowing that I have like fun things to look forward to after work allows me to get what I need to get done during the work day to Mm -hmm. ensure like I can actually enjoy my night. Yeah. I love that. And I think the difference, the one thing that I noticed when you were saying about like, even like working out, like you're shifting your mindset from this perspective of I have to work out to, I get to work out. I get to do something that really treats my body before I get to go to work. So, um, 
I think that's the difference in mindset that may be helping you in terms of how you show up and how often you may need a break. So I think that's awesome. hundred percent. Okay. And the final thing that is just kind of that sign they need a break is just that you feel stuck. Plain and simple. You feel like you're stuck in an emotion. You feel like you're stuck in this job or you're stuck in this situation. And I think that just kind of also connects to the idea of like you feel like you're no longer in control of your life, that things are happening to you, not for you, or that is definitely a sign that you need a break. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I've had this a lot. Hap- I've This has happened to me a lot the past summer and it's I've always like just reverted to focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't. But I think when it comes to taking a break, you do, you should take a step back, figure out what you can control, figure out what we can't control, and then go from there in terms of feeling stuck. So, um, I think I didn't have time for a break when it came to my internship, but I figured out how to kind of get around that and still be aware and still make the most of every moment that I could. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that's such dangerous territory is when you feel like you can't take a break. And I get it. Like Mm -hmm. internships work like it's all consuming. But I mean, this may just me. This may just be me also being naive. I know like so many jobs also just like don't grant you the ability to take a break. Like you simply just don't have that grace. Um, But I just hope that wherever you end up post-grad, you're able to really have those moments of breaks. Yeah. I will also say like sometimes breaks don't have to be like long periods of times, like simply just going literally 10 minutes. Yeah, literally 10 minutes or like I would just sometimes like after a like a very intense phone call or um whatever it may be, just like take a few deep breaths and just like listen to your favorite song literally. or something like that. Like a, less than 5 minutes. So I think there's there so many different ways you can take breaks and can shift instead of shift the way you think or work instead of just constantly going what you feel like is 100% but may not actually be 100% all the time so because I think yeah there's definitely something also to be said like you don't have to be working 24 7 to be productive I think Mm -hmm. it's so much about working smarter not harder like just Mm -hmm. because you work a certain amount of hours doesn't mean you're as productive as someone who works less amount of hours you know so I think exactly. even just finding ways, like you said, to incorporate mini breaks so that you can be more productive later, but also just incorporating breaks because you need a break and you right. deserve that is really important. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So the next thing that we want to chat on is validating that a break is okay. So essentially just talking through the things that we do to take a break and the things that we need to remind ourselves are what consists of a break if that makes sense so the first thing is just knowing that it's okay to put things on hold and to rest and so you really should take time to get back on track and that may mean putting things on hold like I was saying but you have to remember that that is okay and I feel like the world will be able to wait for you to show up as your best self versus showing up as half of your best self Um, because you are in need of a break so that is the first thing it's funny you say that because I almost 
I think I have this like perfectionist mentality that like if I'm not giving a hundred I just shouldn't be giving at all but -hmm. I think as I'm learning especially with something like work that I need to show up for like day in and day out it's okay to show up and not be a hundred like it's okay Mm -hmm. to just show up and like some days that's just all you can ask for is just you to show up do what you gotta do and like that's enough so I think even it's okay to like take a break and go back still not feeling your best but just knowing that you took a break you're going back better yes I completely agree with what you're saying I think that when in a work setting you kind of have to show up every single day but when it comes to I think more so when you're kind of being asked on I don't know when people like risk like reach out to you and work you always like feel like the constant need to get back to them in like a second or like whatever and so um it's more so like okay like that can wait until Monday morning or that can wait until tomorrow morning so that I can finish what I'm doing here rather than responding to them like right there and then if that makes sense no that totally makes sense that was what I meant with like taking a break and like putting things on hold just because sometimes um I feel like there's this constant need to be like overly stimulated okay like I need to do all of this and respond to this person like in x amount of seconds versus um okay I can put this on hold like they're gonna wait for me like I can get back to them within like 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever that is so and I think especially when you're starting out in your career like obviously we're eager to impress we're the first to raise our hand we're the first (laughs) to want to do x y and z like yeah put me in coach like I'm down but mm-hmm. I think I'm start, I'm starting to experience this too. Like just because someone messages me doesn't mean I have to get back to them in a second. Like right. I think with my boss, something I'm learning to balance is we use teams to message each other in the office. And like just because she messages me doesn't mean I have to get back to her within like the minute. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm always so eager like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she's like, Allison, chill. Like you just can get back to me by end of day. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but no, I totally agree. Like allowing yourself to kind of set those boundaries but also put less pressure on yourself to be like so responsive and so like a robot 24 7 yeah and that's exactly that's literally exactly what I did during my internship like I would respond in like a second and at the end of the day it does not matter in the big scheme of things I think it more so distracts from product like being more productive in the mm-hmm. moment and so maybe that is a break that you need to take is like responding to a message I think that's what you need so you can like figure out where that break is but I think that it's okay to put things on hold yeah um but yeah so the second thing is to treat yourself so I think breaks can sometimes be looked at negatively Mm -hmm. um, just because you're saying, okay, like I need to take a break. Like I could not last as long as I thought I could last or whatever it may be. So I think just having this little reminder that you should be treating yourself during this break, whether that's going on a little excursion or getting your favorite food or buying yourself a cute outfit that makes you feel really good. I think that doing something that honors your break is what everyone should do in a time where you are kind of coming back after being so productive, being so at it, being so go, go, go. So I think that this can also help with 
shifting your mindset from this negative one if you're thinking of your break as a negative thing into this positive thing like hey this is a time for me to reset recharge and get ready for the new um future that lies ahead so yeah i totally agree something about the hustle culture i think being Mm -hmm. millennial gen z like this culture of just having to overwork ourselves and like push ourselves to the breaking point is so toxic and i totally agree like something about breaks it just makes it just has this connotation of like you're weak or you just can't do Mm -hmm. it and you can't sustain but like honestly no if we're able to change our perspective like breaks are absolutely necessary for us to move forward and remain productive then i think they'll be more encouraged um i don't know i think it also depends on the workplace culture like i'm talking about work for example but like my boss thankfully like she's really good about being like hey do you need anything like where are your priorities today mm-hmm. how is your day looking like where are we heavy where can we lighten your load a bit she's really communicative and like i'm really grateful that i have someone like that but not every boss is like that so i think even communicating the need to have breaks like not being afraid to do so and i know it can be really daunting but i think if you want to be in like a healthy work environment school environment you have to start communicating where you need those moments of rest Mm -hmm. and I I completely agree I actually did this during my internship too because I would get overwhelmed sometimes and yeah I think a lot of people assume that like being overwhelmed is negative and I think that sometimes it's just like you're saying being communicative so like with my coach I would tell him hey like I'm feeling a little overwhelmed I have so much information in front of me like how do I organize it and figure it out and like dissect it essentially and that helped me immensely but it was more so out of a place of like okay I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be communicative I'm gonna tell you how I'm feeling because at the end of the day that's gonna help both of us in the long run and not waste any time whereas I can sit there and reminisce and be um stressed about where to go next whereas if I'm just communicating being honest um that just shows like hey like I'm trying to get to the we're all trying to get to the same place at the end of the day so totally and I don't know if this is something with like our generation or just something that's like similar in both of our personalities but I just don't like to ask for help and honestly Mm -hmm. I try not to ask that many questions which is not great I try to like figure things out on my own so with that comes me not being so communicative with my like coworkers and my boss when really I think communication and like voicing questions and like hey can you clarify this and like Mm -hmm. honestly being more aggressive with these things is what I know I need to do in order to make sure like I get my best work done so don't be afraid to ask for what you need yeah totally agree all right and the third thing that I wanted to chat on is just reflecting on what worked and what didn't work in the past and so I think with any break you should use that as a time to set a good foundation for the future get grounded figure out what worked well um, what served you well and then also figure out what didn't work well and determine how you want to move forward with it Mm. and so that looks different for everyone it looks different for every situation whether it's school or work or life in general so just figuring out what is working what's not working and then move on so when you say what's working and what's not working is it like what's working in terms of work or what's working in terms of like the break i think in terms of work because you're using this break as like 
for me, I use break as a time of reflection. So I, over this past week of being in this break, I have evaluated and kind of like just reflected back on what I did this summer, what I did during the past school year virtually, what are those things that I really enjoy that I want to take into the new school year, and then what are those things that I didn't enjoy, Mm -hmm. or even like reflecting even back to when I was back on campus before COVID even happened, what are those things that I didn't enjoy that I want to make sure that I avoid for the upcoming year. So just making sure that I'm taking my all of my past experiences, I guess in this situation be like school and work right. um, and kind of combining into that, combining them together into how I want to show up for my senior year of college. So that's kind of like my experience with that. But I think that is what's going to serve me best going into the new year. So specifically touching upon, let's say, school. So like what Mm -hmm. were some things that you think didn't work for you that you're no longer carrying into the school year? I think just being like feeling like I have to go be friends with every single person or have to be with someone at like a million, like every single time I'm out in like in the library or at Starbucks or something like that. Like I think I've learned that I can be alone and I enjoy being alone and so going into the new school year I definitely want to make sure that I'm making time for myself because there is going to be a lot of stimulation there is going to be a lot of people and I've learned during COVID that I need that time to recharge and like be by myself so knowing that and knowing that during my sophomore year before COVID started, I felt like sometimes I was overstimulated with too many people Mm -hmm. that now I need to go into the school year with awareness that there needs to be time where I'm alone that's so interesting because I think COVID was a time where it was so isolating Mm -hmm. but at the same time I think like you living with roommates and like having your pot of people obviously you were like surrounding people so I totally get that but I really think it shows tremendous growth that you're now saying like actually I thoroughly enjoy being alone and sometimes prefer it Mm -hmm. um and like no that shows so much growth because I think being alone can be really uncomfortable but once you get to a point where like you thoroughly enjoy your own company and you no longer need to depend on people that is so important yeah and it's so interesting because I yeah like I feel like before I was terrified of being alone right and now I'm like I'm going on a flight on Friday by myself international flight so I'm like a little scared but like I'm also really excited for this plane ride to be alone and to like be in my own space and I don't know I just I really enjoy it now which is very odd of me to say mm-hmm. but exciting just kind of touching upon for me like my reflection of like mm-hmm. what worked and what didn't work I think looking back at like my previous work experiences what didn't work or what I no longer view as sustainable is being the most eager capable yes man person in the room and I think that was something I definitely strive to be like during every internship obviously I was like trying to impress and trying to put my best foot forward Mm -hmm. but I think I'm realizing that as long as I show up and be authentic to who I am in the workplace and I'm honest about my boundaries what I'm able to take on I think that is more respectable than trying to put on a facade like I'm perfect I can do absolutely everything I know everything like I rather now be the one to ask more questions ask the dumb questions raise my hand because I absolutely don't know anything and admit that I 
don't know much than be the one that tries to like figure it out all on my own and almost assume like I know what I'm doing you know Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's huge and I think that shows that you have a lot of self-awareness and I personally think that people would value that more than the opposite of hey let's I don't know I feel like that the the one that you mentioned before of like how like being that typical typical intern um I feel like that almost comes across as like cocky and sometimes and Mm -hmm. kind of like know-it-all at some points and that may not be good at the end of the day so I think the way you're taking it is more genuine and more authentic and is who you are which is what matters the most so that's awesome totally so I think we just you know we had a great conversation about the signs that you need to take a break and validating that break is okay so now we just wanted to talk about how to move forward so the first thing I want to talk about is just honoring your feelings and listening to your body you know don't turn away from those uncomfortable emotions and really allow yourself to feel and to communicate these feelings and I'm talking about like at work for example if I'm feeling really overwhelmed and it manifests physically and like I'm like oh my god I need a minute like take that minute to yourself tell your Mm -hmm. boss like hey I'm just kind of feeling really overwhelmed right now can I step outside for like 10 minutes I'll be right I'll be back you know Mm -hmm. I I unless they're like the worst I can't imagine (laughs) be like no you have to stay here like I think they would want you to do that but I think honoring your feelings allowing yourself to be overwhelmed to be stressed to need that break is okay Mm -hmm. I totally agree and it all boils down to what we were talking about before about being communicative being honest and being open with the people around you and that's at the end of the day what's going to help you move forward and I was listening to another podcast about like burnout and they were essentially saying self-care is not the answer to burnout caring for others is and I was like that just Mm kind of took me back because I was like wow it's not like the bubble baths and the working out is like the end-all be-all answer to burnout because obviously stress is something that's going to be impending in the rest of our lives but my next point is just opening up to the people in your corner and asking for help and essentially just making sure that your circle has people who you are comfortable enough to open up to about the things that you're stressed about at work. I think it's so important for me to like have those people that I can confide in, you know, whether it's people who are in similar situations as me or luckily enough, if I have like managers who are open and honest and like willing to hear how I feel, I think that can definitely lead to a much more sustainable way of working and hopefully lead to you not having to burn out I totally agree and yeah I don't know I think that applies to also like even beyond work just like in life with friends like for me I'm in school so I can't really go to my teacher and tell them I'm burnt out or whatever um low-key maybe I know people don't (laughs) but I'm sure if you tell the teacher like hey I'm having a rough time they'll be like they're not gonna be like sucks Uh, maybe they will but depends on the professor I feel like some of them will be nice and some of them will be a little um rude about it so it just depends but I think at the end of the day like you could even go to your advisor you can go to your friends there's so many people out in the world that out there in the world that are willing to help and you just gotta take advantage of it because those people are out there for you if you need them you just have to be willing to reach out to them 
and I totally know it sounds like easier said than done because I think there's Mm -hmm. definitely a fine line of like confiding in people when you're stressed but also not using people as like emotional dumping bags and just like pouring (laughs) your stress into them but I think when you are able to find those people where you have that healthy balance of like okay they can rent to you you can rent to them close move forward I think Mm -hmm. that is like such a cherishable friendship and relationship so if you have those people keep them close to you yeah and also you can journal I love journaling in terms of like releasing my thoughts and I you guys know me I just like releasing my thoughts and then I delete them because I just type from my phone so if that helps in any way possible I think that also is a great way to help move forward from a hard time totally so we wanted to wrap up this pod with the quote disconnect to reconnect and I think this really just kind of encapsulates what we were talking about you know take that break for yourself whether it's 10 minutes or whether it's a week if you really need to unplug know that you're doing this so that you're able to show up as a better version of yourself when you come back from that break and also give yourself grace during this time because I'm sure that whatever period of life you're in whether you're getting ready to start a new school year or starting a new job you know it's a really transitional time and that can come with a lot of stress so give yourself that grace and allow yourself to take these breaks i love that make sure to follow us on instagram at sunday glow pod check out our favorites and save to date on all things sunday glow on sundayglowpod.com and we'll see you guys next sunday bye bye 